for you to show the players in the locker room, fans of the team, that you're upset about something like that? That you, you know, that it looked like it bothered you. No, I mean, it's not. You know, pizza doesn't taste that great. So. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Dave Juskow Podcast. The month of April 2015, we are here on the chic Upper East Side. I don't want to tell anybody I'm the Upper East Side. We are here in the heart of New York City, where the action is. Much better. In a very comfortable apartment on the Upper East Side, <laughs> where the air conditioning never goes off, where they usually shut off the air conditioning in Harlem or Morningside Heights first before they would ever ever shut off the air of the Upper East Side. Although now that we have a new mayor, that could change. Mayor Bloomberg would never let that happen. Yeah, he was very pro-high tax But this de Blasio, is, his son might pull a fast one and be like, why don't you turn off the Upper East Because that's the way he talks. Why don't you turn off the Upper East Side? <laughs> oh, that's a horrible racist joke. <laughs> but did you see him? He was going to school today or something, and he towers over everybody. He's a, he's a very tall man. Yeah, I had no idea how tall he was. I and mean, then he really had in his hair... That's an extra six inches. And speaking of six inches, my friend Alan Klein is here hey! today. How are you? I'm doing it. And that's okay. a compliment, six inches. Well, yeah, that's the national average, I think, isn't it? <laughs> is it? It's not I for don't, me. I don't. No, not. Well, I, I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, you don't have to. <laughs> I have to disclose everything. You do. I must. I must, people. Anyway, uh, we had some uh, technical glitches before. We're uh, re- kind of redo it. We did the first five minutes. My cat uh, sat on the wires. Yeah, it was a pussy incident. Alan, well, I'm, I'm sorry. Oh, right, just, sorry, yeah. you're right. I, but for me, I it, it's it that's presents... racist. Oh, I thought you said something about my black no, cat. No, no, it just I didn't. Um, speaking of pussy, yeah, my my cat was on the damn wire, and I told this is why I can't set up beforehand. Right. I know while I'm gone, she's chewing on the wires, eating the rubber bands. I find it in her stool. This is why <laughs> I don't like pussy. I don't know what that means, but uh, for some reason, it I made don't me have a cat, Dave. I don't have a cat. You're a homosexual? <laughs> I just said I don't have a cat, but oh, yes, sorry, I'm a I, uh, homosexual. I am. Uh, now, normally, as you know, I would never have a homosexual on this kind of show. I, uh, I've been on it before, I, though, haven't what? I? Oh, haven't uh, I been oh I think you were on last week. Oh, right, right, yeah, but right. I don't know whether we outed you then. Yes, you did. I know. You I'm just kidding. Me, of course I You've been do. outing me for as long as <laughs> I've known you. You know what the problem you. is? I must be the most prejudiced person in the world because I can't hang around with anybody without outing them. I out you being gay, out Memo being Mexican. I, I can't not do it. Well, some Which of those... means I'm prejudiced. It's just like that commercial from the 70s. Like, well, Terry says I'm prejudiced. Well, who's Terry? Terry's my Jewish friend. Remember that guy, the <laughs> grandpa course, on the boat? Course. And he's like, well, then you are prejudiced because you think of Terry as your Jewish friend and not your friend. But um, so I am prejudiced. I suppose I, by those by that criteria, you by are. that criteria, you're very prejudiced. You're extremely <laughs> after what I just did uh, before. Right. And and uh, the past three weeks, I've been opening up the show with uh, the N word, like in every. Oh, that's every right. Format. You did that yeah. right. That was. A little I'm going to do it again too. But today, I opened the show with something else. Uh, first of all, I just want to say that I invited Alan on, and Alan is always welcome here. But I wanted to do the show by myself. Uh, today, I mean, I, I didn't want to. I like doing the show by myself once in a while. I like the challenge. But, damn it, I love having people on because then I can bring up stuff to Alan who doesn't know anything about sports and, you know, or, you know, if he doesn't know a particular topic that's happening in the news, like last week, I mean, big deal, we had mm. Cynthia Lennon thing. Right. And I like to see your reaction. 
Now, somebody like Alan is an outstanding guest because he's an activist and he's interesting and he, you know, he's he's always, uh, you know, he, he goes to those stupid marches that I hate. It made me lose my dinner reservations last time for that Ferguson right, thing. The traffic disturbances. Oh, I was so angry. To call them. That's right. Yeah, my dad was very angry at that. I always thought my dad hated Alan because he was gay. It turned out he just hated his protesting because it made him late for dinner. Uh, <laughs> so it's, uh, I was very impressed by you know I just assume my dad just hated gays I don't know just if you look at him he, would he, never, he liked me he, he likes you very guy. much um, but um, yeah, yeah that Ferguson protest pissed me off so much because I was supposed to go to Staten Island they, you blocked the traffic you and your people well we got off we got off the protest for dinner and the, the protest, protest seemed to just go on oh so you had dinner but I wasn't allowed to go to dinner because you were protesting. You know well, what? I, I, I stopped fuck protesting. You. Well, fuck you and your protesters. And speaking of which, <laughs> you know, let's talk about that just really quick. I don't know whether you saw yesterday. This woman tried to jump off the Kosciuszko Bridge. No, I did not. Yesterday. And this... Was she stuck in traffic? Well, she snarled traffic because they're trying to talk her off the damn bridge it's always yesterday. Something. It's always something on that bridge. It's always somebody ruining my good time. And... Uh, it really just it makes everybody angry because, you know, first of all, what are you doing jumping into the, the Kosciuszko River? I don't know if you've seen this river. It's is the it, most disgusting water in the yeah, history. That's the it's Gowanus worse. Canal, isn't it? That's right. That's the it's, Gowanus Canal. It's, it's sludge. It's now basically you, a river of sludge. That's exactly right. And if you don't live in this city, just assume that you know we're right. It's disgusting. If you've heard anything about the East River or the Hudson River and how gross that is, this is worse. And why you would choose that bridge to jump off of. If you're going to go for it all, you might as well jump off the George Washington Bridge. It's so delightful. It's a nice fall. It's a good view. That's where you want to go, the Kosciuszko Bridge. And she didn't even jump. It's depressing. It's a depressing way yeah, to commit suicide. Off, uh, in Greenpoint, Brooklyn. Who gives a shit? Of course you're depressed. Why are you living there? I don't even know if she was living there. I don't know why she jumped off the bridge no, it's, it's hard it's actually rents are going up there she probably didn't live there maybe that's why she tried to jump that's even sadder it's that's very just sad even worse but uh so anyway what i was trying to say is that um i like having when i have my other friends like caitlin or kenny you know just friends of mine mm -hmm. acquaintances it's like having an audience so it's fun to talk to you when i tell you what's going on and things you don't know of why would you want to you know i'm i'm a sports guy but i like i like the fun side of sports you know i don't care about the stats and stuff I mean, sometimes i get into it but those are usually during the super bowl or you know the march madness or stuff but normally i just like to talk about the funny stuff and i like a reaction because i'm trying to possibly move this show to another place this uh, cbs line or something that I, my friend marina franklin is on and um it, it looked more sports oriented i thought it would be cool but they don't let you play like the clips I get to play or the music and that'll That's kind of bum me out. But yeah. I think it'll, I just want to get I want to get more listeners because I enjoy doing the show and I've been getting such nice feedback from people. I mean, such really nice feedback that for you know my favorite comment. I don't like sports, but I like your show. That's like the highest compliment you can get. And if I can do a show, a sports show for people that don't like sports, then that's exactly what I... The cat's on the loose again, right? <laughs> the cat She's is She's looking for that wire to sit on again. Listen, you well, cunt. But I was going to say, Dave, that, uh, <laughs> you know, I've, I, I don't follow sports, uh, but I do learn a lot about sports by listening to the show. So that's... it's it's And, and it's an enjoyable way to learn, too. Well, that's the thing. I like to put the spin on it. So, um, for instance, let me just explain quickly... The clip I played at the beginning. Oh, the pizza and, clip. 
if you're ready for this, are okay. you ready for this? Now, I, this I is, am. I this am. is fun stuff. This is why I'm, I'm explaining the sports to you because it, this is completely entertaining. Friday night, I was home and I, you know, I uh, heard about this. The Knicks, the New York Knicks, who are the worst team in basketball, played the Washington Wizards. And they were losing horribly. I mean, just uh, let me see if I have. Oh, yeah. They, Washington got out to a 30-8 to eight start, okay? Wow. And then um, the game was over. And with 1.3 seconds <laughs> remaining, <laughs> the Wizards were leading 99-87. to 87. There's no reason with 1.3 seconds that the Wizards need to pad the score. Right. Other teams hate that. As a gambling man, I love every minute of it. I love when football teams go for it. I hate when they sit on that goal line, unless, of course, I bet the under. But normally, I never do for that reason. I like when they go for it. They just sit on it. To be polite drives me crazy. So with a 99 lead, uh, this guy, Razul Butler, love that. from the Washington Wizards, made a huge, long dunk to make sure that the score went over 100 points and... Do you know why? I, I, I don't. I mean, that's fa- fascinating already, but why? It was a known fact that when the Wizards reach 100 points in a game, everyone in Washington, D.C., the next day gets a half-price pizza from Papa John's Pizza. Get out of <laughs> here, really? God. So the crowd is urging this guy wow. to do another dunk so they can all get half-price pizza the next day. And it's and it, and it, but it's it's it is Papa Papa John's. So you know. Yeah. Well, that's that, that's pizza, the you know. that's the one flaw to it. It's Papa John's well, pizza. It's not New York, so I mean, if it were New York, you know, you'd have better pizza to begin with. Right. But, right. But it's but uh, still. But you can use the uh, you can do it online ordering the promo code Wiz fifty, and they've been doing it for like a year. So the crowd was going crazy as if they won the game at the last second, and the Knicks are just like, just all about I, I don't understand what's going on. You know, like they're like. Why is this crowd so into this lopsided score? And, the, and then they found out that they got pizza, and this was what the Knicks manager had to say afterwards. Fans of the team that you're upset about something like that, that you, you know, that it looked like it bothered you. No, I mean, it's not, you know, pizza doesn't taste that great. <laughs> that is the lamest comment. He doesn't know ever. He, he's like he doesn't know what to do. He just like well, you know what? Well, you know what he wanted to say. Fuck pizza. <laughs> like, but he's something saying, else you can't say on CBS. <laughs> right, right, right. Well, so they. Um, I mean, how funny is that? That is. It's, it's really funny. It's really bizarre. You would think that they might say, "Hey, you know what? We're going to do something like that in New York with hot dogs, or or you know, right. or knishes." But I, this you know, guy, but this guy from Papa John's, is very smart. You can see all of these commercials. He's evil. The he evil, does, but uh, the smart. Stuff with Peyton Manning and stuff like that. He's yeah. he's very good. I mean, now we've heard of Papa John's pizza in in New right. York City. But the you guy, know, the like guy's a, a big, the, you know, for me, the guy's a big right winger. So oh, is that right? I, yeah. Oh, terrible. What do you know about him? I mean, he's a big, you know, he's very conservative. Handsome. Yeah. Oh, he sorry. Is, you know, he's very. He's 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 a conservative, uh, you know, uh, pretty pretty right right wing, and uh, no, not one of my favorite uh, people. What do you care? Well, yeah. Oh, because you're a homosexual. Well, Speaking of which, <laughs> Alan's husband just came in. Hello, Lee. Lee just came from work. 
If you want to go in my room and watch TV, actually, uh, I don't know what you're going to do in there. <laughs> Maybe uh, any of you homos he's keep a- your meat hooks <laughs> off me, or I'll kill you. That's he's our audience. Just, I, I, I think. know. Though we can't he- he- hear what we're, we're what we're listening to. I have I a guess. newspaper in the kitchen if you want it. We're going to be here for a while, Lee. <laughs> Lee just got off work. I still have trouble saying husband. I still have trouble. You guys I, are married. I, yeah, I don't are. recognize that. I'm like that guy from Chick-fil-A. Uh, I'm sorry. I still or, have trouble. I can't John's. help it. I'm not married, so why are you guys? Well, that's true. Uh, that is. I think that's what the problem is You'd for have me. better luck with, with guys, but, but you are a straight man. I don't know whether I'd have better luck. I think my luck would be exactly the same. <laughs> I think I'd still have trouble. That could be, Dave. I, I don't know why people think, oh, God, it would be so much easier if I was gay or if I was a lesbian. I mean... If you're just unlucky, you're just unlucky. <laughs> well, I, you know, I, you're absolutely right. I mean, I, but I don't think you're unlucky. I think you're a, an amazing talent. You're, Lee was at work today, and I just said to Lee, I'm like, in my next life, I want to come back as that guy. This guy came as the most handsome man I've ever seen. I'm like, I want to come back as that guy. And Lee even said, he goes, no, he gets pussy thrown at him nonstop. Really? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, this is the thing about you, though, Dave, because th- times like that, uh, is or when you know straight women when you say to say things like that straight women say oh he must be gay he notices uh, a, a good looking guys but on the other hand I think Did you say good looking guys but good looking well yeah good looking guys but oh, but that's my Charles Nelson Riley <laughs> it is it was very good oh, but yeah but the thing is you're so secure in your sexuality that you can say things like that that's why we know you're actually I know. straight well and also and, and the my, way the, my wardrobe yes yeah, yeah, the way yeah. you dress <laughs> right. yeah. Uh, and my apartment, right, right. With puppets all over the floor. Yeah. I don't understand. Why my, do you have puppets uh, all over? My They're large was pu- here. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> likely start. I know. They're huge puppets. They're I know. All well, over I used to place. use them for my big YouTube show, Puppet Picks, where I had oh, the puppets right. pick football games, and all the puppets speak like this. It's Tony Roberts from Annie Hall. <laughs> I don't know why. I thought that was your cat. My cat talks like Tony Roberts. His name is Calico. And he talks like this, and he's, uh, you know, a very leftist, like, I, I don't understand why we celebrate Thanksgiving. I mean, it's a massacre that we're celebrating. He gets all that. And then there's Bernie, who's the dog, and he talks like this, and he's the problematic because he's always getting into trouble. <laughs> and, uh, and they make picks. Well, you know what? I like the Green Bay Packers this week, minus the three points. <laughs> I always listen to a dog when I'm, when I'm uh, betting. 20 views. They've been on so, for so seven years. So they've gone up. views. Well, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. It used to be five. Yeah. I had Sarah Silverman on an episode. I think I've talked about this in the show. I had Sarah Silverman she's in a, one of the episodes star, of Puppet you know. Picks. A hundred views. Sarah Silverman's last view, video got five million views. I had Sarah on mine, and she was tagged. One hundred views. <laughs> The only, uh, and again, I think I've explained this before, the only one that went up to 20,000 views was an accident around Thanksgiving time a couple years ago. The Muppets came out with a version of Bohemian Rhapsody, and for some reason, my video was tagged along to it. So people clicked on it. Now, if you'll notice, none of the other videos have any other views, which means people saw it, they're like, what the fuck? And they never went to any of the others. They did, probably did, never did even finished like watching. Did people like it or give it a thumbs up or a thumbs down? I mean, did I you, don't did think anybody have... even chose to comment on it. <laughs> that maybe they didn't understand. Oh, what they, they understood. Were... <laughs> they understood. Now let's um, continue with the show. Yes. <laughs> um, here's some more. I just had some more sports-related stuff, and then we'll get into some current sure. events um, because this is what's happening now. Now, also, 
Next week, I think we're going to go all odd couple. I'm finding if uh, my uh, co-host Frank Santa Padre, which is Gilbert Gottfried's podcast co-host. It's funny when you have people from other podcasts on as your podcast. Well, that's great. They can help you promote. True. Uh, so I like Gilbert Gottfried's podcast a lot, and that's the only one I listen to. But it's made for people like me who are older and you know want to hear Ken Berry talk about F Troop. Uh, it's funny that Gilbert has like 60,000 listeners or whatever he has because I there there must be other people like me out there. I, I'd forgotten about F Troop. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, and he has him talking for an hour, and I'm riveted. And I mean, listen. He's got good stuff. This Ken Berry. I mean, me and Alan, we've known him for years because he, he was on every sitcom known to men. F Troop, The Brady Bunch, Mayberry RFD. You know, this guy, Carol Burnett Show, Mama's Family. This guy, he was a good-looking guy. He was a song and dance man. He was on all these shows. But he was in the Army before he did F Troop. And his – are you ready for this? That. Exactly. But here's even better. His lieutenant was Leonard Nimoy. <laughs> Get out of here, really? He was actually was Lieutenant wait, Leonard... Spock. Spock. That was yeah, his no. lieutenant. And he was the one who said, you know, uh, he gave him the go to do the uh, RFO shows, whatever they're called. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got that wrong. I know I got it oh, wrong. Uh, the, the song and dance shows they would do in the right, Army. for the Army, right. Whatever it's called. Uh, uh, why, why, yeah. I don't know. You know, we don't know about that. Although, if you and I had to go into the Army, if we were 30 years older, or we, we, would... we would have been song and dance men in the Army. We would have put on a show, thank God... Or, or they would have. I think the they would army have, have an AV squad. Yeah, they did. They did. Yeah, they had an AV squad. They had a newspaper. Well, we would have been on that. We would have been in the in the. Um, I always think if I was in uh, Full Metal Jacket, I definitely would have been on the Stars and Stripes. You know, like We'd where be- where the the sergeant would have been like, uh, you know, Private Joker. 134 what the fuck he gets so angry when he finds out he's like I wrote for my high school paper sir he goes what do you think you're Mickey Spillane or something and I'd be like no sir I just want to be good I could I just see myself rolling in carts of like you know audio visual they would have had to give us some other sort of sort of work I have flat feet too and I'm gay you didn't know that back then I didn't well I well you knew knew. you couldn't have been out back then either. no I wasn't well you knew me back I would have outed you and had you executed you're welcome, America. I, I don't think. <laughs> and then take it to Chick Fil A. I don't a, think that's an executable effect. Is that the right word? Talking about, I've seen uh, the theory of every. Oh no, that's not the right one. No. The, which one? The Alan Turing story? Yes. No, they didn't, I mean he <laughs> killed himself because well he was they made him executed. miserable. They, that they, was, they chemically castrated would, the guy. What, a war hero. What was the name of that movie? The, the imitation, imitation game. game. Thank you, Lee. Um, my husband answered that. Ugh. <laughs> I never know what to say when I'm talking. I never I'm like, say this that is unless I'm with you. No, but when I introduce, I'm like, oh, and this is Lee or Alan's husband. I'm like, I always cringe because I'm like, I just, I'm not ready. Cringe is the I'm least ready. you do. This is the first generation. You usually say homosexual Asian or I couldn't something call like a lesbian. That. I couldn't say this is her wife. I still got a problem with it. I don't know. I'm not ready. I was I, just telling my friend Marina today that my dad... Um, he told me once when he met Emmett Smith, who is a football player for the Dallas Cowboys, you know, a legendary football player. And he goes, yeah, I met him. He was so well-spoken. He was like, oh, hello, Elliot. You know, like I could think, think he, which is why I said at the beginning, I think he expected him to talk like, well, Elliot just got, can't believe my eyes. And then break into a tap dance. Feet don't fail me now. Right. right. <laughs> uh, so, 
you know, it's like this is what we were brought <laughs> up on. So. I know that's what racism. You know, my grandmother who had a cleaning woman. I'm sure she she wasn't she wasn't intending to be the racist. The colored women yes. supposed to steal. Yeah, right. If she doesn't steal if from she doesn't us, steal from us, who's she going to steal from? Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, but you know, we're changing. By the next generation, things could be better, much better. If you're able to get married now, I mean, think, I think about the I way high school is now. When you get used to it, when you're able to say husband. That'll never happen to me. But, uh, <laughs> but no, think about, when I think about high school now, the thing that you were going through, even what I was going through, watching these, you know, when the ABC, the ABC after school special oh, tells this. you about the one gay guy in high school that's having some problems and he might be gay, when there were like, because I was in the theater department, because it was the only form of entertainment there, you know, where there's 40 guys all fucking each other and you're in high school, you get very confused. Like, wait, what, what, what the hell? Nobody... So, you, wait, you were confused by this? Well, nobody prepared me for this. Nobody prepared me that there were going to be actual gay guys, like, doing stuff. You know, they were but all. They the didn't theater. do it in front of you. I mean, you had no, no theater, Dave. Theater. It. it was all I just. It's like con- the swim team. They just don't prepare you for that stuff. And all I, I'm I saying, and they were all afraid to come. Well, apparently they weren't, but, uh, you know, but you know how scary sure. it was to come out back then. Now, I mean, it's. You, sir, have truly helped pave the way. People don't even realize what Thank you've you, probably done. And, and you know, your name's not up anywhere or anything, but let me let the, you know, the, the 10 listeners that listen to this show at least, for starters, know what you did for people who were your age then who have it a lot easier. I mean, still, it's obviously tough. But a, a, a gay guy now or an effeminate guy doesn't have to... It's not as horrible uh, well, look, as look it at, was in high school, people are more accepting. I mean, absolutely. it's not, you know, I mean, you're down in Alabama, it's probably still going to be bad. But in New York and New Jersey and California, it, it, it's like a 50% better increase. Thanks to you, sir, well, thank with you. your protests and your, you know, trying to make things better. And, and you know, it's about for, awareness and, and, and awareness. And we, and we did. And, you know, we we did that. We still have a long road to go of course but it's a lot easier for a guy like that to come out to his parents now i mean it's never going to be a hundred percent easier you know as long as we're alive but i mean you you have you have changed the game well thank you you know you know the the millennial the millennials are the gayest generation i think uh the this new generation i think seven percent of them identify as lgbt uh, which Ugh. is I know you hate the you hate the letters. <laughs> no, I just hate the t- the T part. I told you. I'm oh right, right, right. Oh, right. do you know um what's that? Um, my friend, um, our mutual friend. Uh, well, actually, I probably shouldn't tell you the name, but I don't care. Uh, Mike Sauter. Oh yeah. Uh, he he's a wonderful DJ in Pittsburgh. Yes, indeed. And uh, like a really good one. And uh, we used to work together for years. Uh, he asked me, "What's the name of that transgender place you were talking about on your show with Alan?" And I said, "Lucky Chang's." And, and he goes, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to tell my transgender friends that I'm hip, and I want he wanted to know the term." That's hysterical. And I was like, "Well, th- remember that's a shell of its form." So we right, were talking a, about that, lips. Uh, right. <laughs> well, these are these are drag performance bars, really, and they're legendary. Right? They're they're they epic, are. Le- yeah. yeah. I mean, Lucky Chang's is not around, as far as I know, any longer. Uh, I looked it up online when he was telling me about yeah. it to see if it was, and it's. Um, what it is it's basically you can call them oh they do special they shows might, for you they have a location where they'll cater i guess or oh that's something. that's pretty yeah. cool lips no, is, it's not. Lips is it around. Was much better to just go to when it was a restaurant yeah when it was when a it was proper a restaurant, restaurant. Yeah. right i kind of want to go to lips it's right down the street you know there's nothing more fun than there's nothing more fun than a drag show a drag show but these, the, the, these are drag artists whereas trans people that are transgender people that identify as transge- transgender actually uh feel like they are 
not the gender they were born into necessarily. So well, I would uh, hope so. I right, those Isn't are people that, the way that actually Bruce Jenner feels. Right, or? right, and and whether or not uh, you know people say, well, you know, the, uh, talking about the operation and this and that, um, that has nothing to to do with it. Um, Lee's talking. I know he's talking to the cat. Talking the cat. So I was like, I thought, is he um, talking on the phone? I just. <laughs> but but I mean, you know, the the fact is that that it seems, uh, and Bruce Jenner is going to talk to uh, Diane Sawyer know, about uh, this. How excited are you? When, well, that's it's after he makes like a transformation. Right? He's been covering well, himself no. up and stuff. Oh, there goes our thing. Oh shoot! Just press the buttons, I guess. Oh, okay. We're having some technical problems before that worked. Right, we need a new cable there. But um, the 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 issue with uh, with with Bruce Jenner, it seems that that you know whether or not he. Um, it, it's all about that he feels that he is a, that she is a woman right and so she will from from this point on likely after she quote-unquote comes out on diane sawyer or with diane sawyer that she will identify as a woman it's from so that point that on you can just totally use the word she which i can never do you know it, it, it just doesn't work for me i can't do it you know it's you know it's practice but that's that you know you 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 kind of learn to go with what what the person wants so if bruce, if bruce jenner has another uh, has a female name that that she will be unveiling on the show then and and that's how she decides that she wants to identify then she will be a sh- she it's like Ch- chaz chaz bono is a he uh, I worked oh with God. Chaz when when b- before he started identif- she started identifying <laughs> yeah got me um, she started it's identifying difficult. as uh, as a he I know you did uh, and yeah. uh, I was just bringing up he just reminded me I went to see Joan Rivers a couple years ago um, I guess I remember because she was seventy six because she was the same age as my mom and then I went home and complained that my mom wasn't as funny as Joan Rivers and why <laughs> couldn't she be as funny Joan Rivers comes out in this wonderful little club. Um, that Louis Black owns uh, down on 42nd Street. She comes out and, you know, somebody of that magnitude you see at a small show, it was like really great. And she comes out and her first line was, uh, oh my God, I just heard Chaz Bono's got prostate cancer. And I'm like, that's like the funniest thing I've ever heard. It's so risky. It's so She's Joan. 76. It's so Joan. Man. She but only Joan Rivers can get away with that. I know, that. but that's what makes it so great. Yeah, she, her and Don Rickles and stuff. They, what a There are loss. certain people, Sarah Silverman even, there are certain people that can get away, and that's the beauty about those particular people that can get away with well, it. I am not one of those people. I go on stage, <laughs> do the stuff I'm doing here. People hate me. But the thing, the thing with Joan... Here I feel like I can get away with it because, you know, it's... Uh, well, of course you can, around, and you know. it's your house. Um, yeah. <laughs> but the thing with Joan, her, I mean, first of all, that's funny stuff. Yeah. That's really, oh, it's really. It's not funny, like that guy right? from the New Daily show. Oh. That is funny stuff. What a dick we were talking about. Yeah, that yeah. Last week. I was talking about it with Marina Franklin. Yeah, she agrees. You know, she's like, "Well, I like a good-looking guy," and I'm like, "I didn't even think about that part." Yeah, he yeah, is. I guess he, he is, is good-looking. Good looking, that's but right. she agrees, and she doesn't care about the tweets. He, what we deciphered on our show from reading the tweets, he's not funny. Right. That's a problem. That's going to be a problem. <laughs> yeah. Where, whereas Joan can get away with all this stuff because oh, Joan could get away with all this stuff uh, be, because not only is she funny, not only is the material kick ass, but everybody knows that she's welcoming and, yeah. and of, of people with different that are different than 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 the majority of, of, of people. She was always a, a pro gay uh, and lesbian. She uh, she's she was just ahead of her time, always ahead of her time. And just just what a loss. Speaking of gay. Mm hmm. Do you realize that if you want Rangers playoff tickets, you have to buy Liberty tickets as well? That's what that idiot Dolan is making people do at the Garden? No, really? Yeah, what a dick. That's like when you go to the Jets games and you have to buy preseason tickets. They force you 
to buy preseason tickets. Yeah, it's a dick move. How, and how much are these tickets anyway? Me and Kenny and were is, talking. Is... We don't know one person that's ever been to a WNBA game. Do you? I don't. I don't. And, but, and strangely, you would think I might. Maybe. I don't know. It's sports-related and it's girls, but it... Well, I know, I know a lot of lesbians, but I don't at, think I know first basketball I, fans. Oh, I see what you mean. Because at first I was thinking, it's not cool of me to think that just because it's a woman's team that you would go you just don't care for basketball so well no, I, I might I mean there look I, I've but been to games with with you I've been you right know, right I know but I'm gonna say I don't know anybody that's been to one I don't know yeah. how it survives but now we have our answer because if you want Rangers playoff tickets you got to get Liberty tickets too that is the rudest fucking thing I've ever that, heard that is that is unbelievable can you who would want Rangers fans at a WNBA game I wouldn't even want... I'd be terrified if I was one of those girls. Anyway, uh, here's just back to um, hockey if for a second. Um, this is really interesting last night, too. Your beloved Islanders. <laughs> um, We're moving to Brooklyn. Right. So, the Rangers last night won the New York Rangers as a hockey club, for those of you who don't know. They won the best team in the league this year. They won the President's Trophy, and that's a big deal. And uh, I hate them. Because uh, I'm a New Jersey Devils fan. And the Devils are going nowhere. In fact, in the paper today, I always read the schedule. And in the paper, I have it here. It says New York Rangers. And then you go to um, Sunday, April 12th. It says end of regular season. Then you go to Islanders. It says Sunday, April 12th, end of regular season. And then you go right down to the Devils. Sunday, April 12th, end of season. Not end of regular season. End of season. It's <laughs> over. So anyway, listen to this. Last night. This is so sad. Uh the Islanders have not officially made the playoffs yet. Now, they were in first place all season, and they have just been losing and losing. It's an epic collapse. Wow. All they need to get to the postseason is one more point. And last night, they were tied. They, they, were, they were losing 3 nothing to the Philadelphia Flyers, and they ended up coming back and tying the game at 4-4. And... All they need is to have the game tied and they go to the playoffs. And here's what happened. Pretty early. This regulation not over. Flyers need to finish this off. Ten seconds remaining. Couturier at center. Move it to Braden Shen. Shen shot. Score! He scores! The announcer was even thinking, and he pushes it to him, he pushes it, because the game's over. They're going into overtime. And all of a sudden, this guy from the Flyers just throws it away, and it goes in. The Islanders lose. Wow. They don't get the point. With 2.1 seconds left, the worst thing that could happen if you're an Islanders fan. That's the kind of stuff that happens to the Jets and the Mets <laughs> all the time. In fact, it happened in 2007 or 2008 with the Mets, because I was there. They were on top. They were going to the playoffs, and they just had an epic... 17 game loss streak it was all set so that they were going to win the division and I remember I saw Tom Glavin that idiot from the Braves they had him on the Mets one year and he it was I mean that was I think that was the only game they won in that thing that stretch they lost every other game didn't make the playoffs mm. if that happens to the Islanders this year their last year it could all come down to the last day what's the last game right here I'm looking at it um against Columbus on Saturday night, the last game in the Nassau Coliseum. It could all come down to that game, and then that place will be rocking. But the pressure the Islanders will be under, I feel bad for them. I feel bad. I, I don't hate the Islanders the way I don't care for the Rangers. Yeah, um, well, why, why, do you, why, why do you hate the Rangers so much? Uh, 
what happened to me is I was always a Rangers fan. Uh, and I also liked the Devils. I always liked the Devils, but I had no ill will towards the Rangers. And except when they play each other, I usually root for the Devils. But then I went to the Rangers game recently and I came late. And I didn't care. And I had my seats and I kicked people out of my seats and they were really good seats. And these fans were just the worst. They were dicks. And I hate, and I'm like, from then on, I just hated the Rangers so much. And let alone the fans that I talked to. Yeah, it's I mean, like, you would think Devils fans would be worse than Rangers fans, but I don't, I don't necessarily think that's the case in terms of rowdiness. Yeah. Uh, like you're Jersey, right. You're you know, right. Right, right. Exactly. Well, that's why I, it's funny because, you know, I don't, I don't root for the Giants, but I don't really have any will towards them. And I go to all their games because, as I've said, Jets fans are crazy. And I love, I love the Jets. That's my team. But I go to the Giants' tailgates and their games because it's a better class of people. <laughs> so you, you think that's true about the uh, Islander fans, uh, that they're a better class? Of, I think of, they are, really? but I don't care for the Rangers like, you know, fans. Long Island, you know, I'm Long really, Island people are... I can't tell you. I'm rooting against them. I hope they lose to the Bru uh, Boston Bruins if they play them in the first round. I'm sorry, everybody. I mean, I'm sorry. I, you know I like the Devils. You listen to the show. You know what you're going to get. I'm not going <laughs> to say how much I hate them. This. Yeah. Now the one you don't last, have to, Dave. The one last thing I want to talk about, uh, sports-wise, uh, because I think this is interesting. Well, as you know, I was all about March Madden last week, and uh, Kentucky ruined everything because Kentucky was supposed to go undefeated. They were going to go forty and zero if they won the national championship, but they lost on Saturday in the Final Four to Wisconsin. And I really just I don't know. I hate Wisconsin because I got two people. See, I know I know you hate Wisconsin. Well, right, right, we talked about this last week. But I'm just mad. This guy that I know, he likes the Giants and the Yankees and Wisconsin. And I'm like, you know what? If you like the Giants and the Yankees, that means you, you win all the time. You're going to get this too? I like the Jets, the Mets, and Rutgers. I will never see any form of championship in my lifetime. Fuck this guy and his stupid Wisconsin Badgers. I wanted them to lose in the worst way. And they ended up beating Kentucky, ruining everybody's good time because the storyline was to see these guys go undefeated. Nobody had ever gone 40, you know. And that's what you wanted to see Monday night in the national championship. And you got Wisconsin Duke. And I couldn't be happier that Duke beat the shit. At, well, they didn't really beat the shit out of them, but still, they beat them. And screw Wisconsin and screw your sister. Which I'd like to do. <laughs> that was a mix of Paul Lynn and Charles Nelson Riley at the same time. I know, and you couldn't have gotten gayer to, to talk about... How dare you? To talk about having sex with my sister, by the way. Well, how is that Who's gay? married, who's married to, to a man. Is that right? That is. Oh, she got married? Yeah. Uh. yeah she's got three kids. Anyway, here's what happened. You're going to like this. She has three kids? Anyway. Um... I know they constitute an audience of yours. I know. They're pretty good looking, too. Um, I know. I wish I could do that well as I do with 15-year-old girls. I could do it like 30-year-old girls. Like, um, I know. I was, I was on fire that night that I was with them. I was so funny, people. We went, I went out with Alan's nieces. I know. You killed at the Chinese restaurant. I'm killing at the Chinese restaurant, but then it got even better. We, I just, they were at some, some townhouse, a beautiful townhouse here near my house, and I just barged my they way in. Yeah, they were visiting. And I barged my way into this lady's house. She owns this wonderful restaurant on 3rd Avenue and 63rd called Isle of Capri. Says she has the best chicken parm. We have not been we in there. We have not tried Because it it's been packed every time I've gone in there. Really? I've tried to go in. It's been packed. Um, although I've heard from people, it's not the best chicken parm. Um, so 
I barged my way into that house because I had to see in, and I made her make us dessert. <laughs> the, the old lady that lived there. I don't know what happened. I was just in a it's great an old mood. Time, old, old, like old time Italian lady. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I don't know. She was such a good host, and she served us uh, like sherbet and champagne. She didn't understand and... your material, but she liked it. Yeah, yeah, seemed to like it, and that was a fun night, though. But the kids, the kids laughed. Yeah, the like kids crazy. liked it, so it was good. Anyway, this guy from so Kentucky loses. Now remember, they haven't lost all season long. So they do not know about losing. And this is what was said. See if you can pick it up. I, I enhanced it, but here's what happened at the press conference afterwards. Sure, USA Today. This is for Carl. I wonder if you could talk about Kaminsky and what makes him so difficult to defend and what, if anything, is unique about defending him. Thanks. I know you didn't hear that. Yeah, I couldn't. It was too muffled. No, it's muffled. Yeah. But people have played it. And um, uh, this guy, Aaron, I think his name is Aaron, Andrew Harrison. He, while that guy was talking, he goes, fuck that nigger. What? Yeah, that's what he said under his breath. Everybody knows it now. I'll play it again. I think I have it. Yeah, that's right. For Carl? Uh, it's just... No, wait, wait. Let me, try, let me start it over. See if you can hear it. I say today, this is for Carl. I wonder if you could talk about Kaminsky and what makes him so difficult to defend and what, if anything... Did you hear that a little I bit? I did. In the background? I, I, well, you got your N-word in for the uh, episode. Yeah, I know. I, well, listen, it's not me. This is all coming out. I'm playing on the show. Yes, that news reporter said Lady Gaga and her Jigaboo music, and then that God. University of Oklahoma did the song about hanging up the N-word, right. and then this. So everybody's using the word. I'm sorry, you know, and, and that was all white people. At least this is a black guy using it. So he's in huge trouble. He apologized. What's, what's the deal? No, I don't think so. He apologized. Because the thing is, he's saying fuck that N-word. I can't always... <laughs> I want to always say it, but I, I know I can't say it in Because oh, your profession. cat's here and she's... She's a... I was going to call her the N-word when I had her. I was, was going to name her. I was going to name her Emmanuel, which was my doorman downstairs. <laughs> and I, thought, I thought he might... Uh, but she's a, she's a woman. Um, anyway. I know, but still, just because she was black, I was going to name her after the doorman downstairs. <laughs> I think he would have appreciated it, too. Probably. But... Um, so anyway, the the guy he was talking about is white. Uh, wait, uh, wait yeah. a second. What? Well, that's the thing. That's the strange thing. He was talking about uh, you know this guy Kaminsky, who is the player of the year. Uh, so it was from, a gener from, from generalized Wisconsin. use of the N -word. exactly. Yeah, and a non-specific use. And yes, he he got incredible. He muttered, "Fuck that nigger." Into a live microphone when another player was asked. But would you question. say that? Would you say you know fuck that Jew for about somebody that's not even Jewish? I don't understand that. I would say Jew nigger. I use that a lot. You know I do. <laughs> See now you can say the N word in full when you combine it with Jew because you feel like you're Remember talking our, about yourself. That's what our friend Danny Vermont uh, yes. would do all the time. Oh. So we always use uh, Jew nigger. I, I yeah, like it was, that. It was term. funny back then too. You know sometimes it's a you know you that. N-word should probably have no meaning at this point because right. and Lenny Bruce used to talk about it all the time if JFK used that word you know well that, that's why we we took back the word queer you know the gay community you know it's a, queer was a derogatory uh, queer yeah. is like the kindest thing you can oh I see you took it back like uh, as, well, yeah, a, like, you know, as a like he's queer meaning you can say we're here, that and we're it's queer not, you know get used get to used it get used to it Alan that's right <laughs> that's right we're queer we're he we're here we're queer I'm starving <laughs> that's how I protest on uh, well dinner's very important what is that uh, Pride Day oh yeah remember when we used to go to Pride we did the, the march yeah but that was super fun because you knew the guy that had that awesome we had apartment a pen, overlooking a penthouse, the yeah, penthouse, overlooking uh, the Daily Planet it was <laughs> Godzilla the whole thing right. but we you know we, we yeah we could see the whole parade but and you know I still get angry at that guy I don't know whether we talked moving. about this last week or not but yeah no, I, get, we, you I still we get did. angry at this guy for moving at this place now I know he got forced out he got forced but out but I don't care I still give it to him every time I see him and that's not very often. 
but he knows how angry I am. That was the greatest part. Of me. The elevator right went right up into right into the, the building, yeah. and I'll never forget that time. So every Pride Day, I would go up because it was great, and it got a little too much for me. But um, you know, I did my best. And um, one time, I brought Lawrence with me. Remember? Oh yes. And the you know, there's a classic building. The elevator goes right into the living room. Super cool. And we're high as a kite, <laughs> and we're leaving. And I go into the elevator, and Lawrence just starts laughing because he knows what's on my mind. I mean, we've been best friends for 50 years. He knows as soon as the elevator begins to close, I'm going to be like, you guys are a couple of faggots. <laughs> and he's laughing because he's like, don't do it. And I'm like, how does he even know my plan? Like, he knows just like well, you Dave, would know. Everyone I know. I know, knows I know. your plan. No, we don't know your rules, but we know your plan. I know, and I think it was... I don't know whether you were. Th- I think you were there, I but there had, were definitely guys in I think that you said living it to room. Me. Right, but but there were guys in the living room who I didn't know, <laughs> which made it better. I know I had to, explain. but I figured you could explain. Right, it, right, I right. Did, and I and I did. I was forced to explain once the doors closed and you guys descended. I was <laughs> well, like, well, and, he didn't actually mean. And then that. just laughing as we went, you could just hear, <laughs> like it faded out, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but I always remember Lawrence's face, and I'm like, how does he know what my plan is? But yeah, you're right. Everybody knows my plan. Anyway, this guy, so isn't that funny? He says it against the white but can you even blame him? I mean, I know it's a horrible thing, but these guys, they never lost a game all season. They d- also, uh, they didn't, uh, what are we going to do? Several players, including his brother, uh, he also had his brother on the team, skipped the handshake line. And uh, huh. yeah, they well, just, they, they because... They're not used to losing. They were devastated. But that's like spoiled children. Yeah, I, yeah, it is. I mean, that's no, bad sportsmanship. They were, and it was bad sportsmanship. And the funny thing is, all leading up to that game, everybody was like, these guys are great. They're classy. Look at the way they handle it. And then it just all went down the toilet. Well, yeah. The whole team, not just this guy, everybody. Because I mean, this is the definition of not unclassy. You, you know? have to remember, they're college kids. They are college kids. They're, they're 18, 19. What, you know, yeah, but it's I mean, tough to be a professional, particularly professional that generation. That generation is told that they can do no wrong, that that everything they do uh, is 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 okay and perfect. Like those girls, you know, we talked about this. The girls with the with the selfie in front of the uh, great that you mentioned that. Did you hear what happened this week? No, the girls in the south. Now there was yeah. a fire on Second Avenue. Huge, huge explosion that actually killed two people. Yeah, and now people are in big trouble. Right, the uh, landlord's going to uh, probably face criminal charges because they illegally tapped some gas lines. Right, these two whores, Lucy Barrowmeister, I want to mention their names. Oh, She's this is a different situation. Right, yeah. right, but the same story. Yes. Anna Ramatowska, 26. These whores live next door, where I believe Sarah Silverman and Todd Barry used to live in that exact building, next door to this building that exploded. They are suing the city because of the... Trauma, the emotional trauma, the emotional trauma that it has caused them. They feel they can't live in the city anymore, and they have to move south. Well, this is the thing: they're not even from this. They were visiting, and right. and and I think they they had a short term sublet at the, the building you're talking yes, about. They were they were subletting an apartment near the East Village blast. They were subletting. Yeah, they were. It wasn't right. even they're right next door. Suing the city for twenty million dollars, and these bastards. I mean, this but, is so uncool. Now, I get that you want to take a shot, but this is a bad shot. Well, they're trying to win the lottery on the backs of people that actually are homeless because of this blast. And unfortunately, two, two, and two I people that are dead. And I swear to God, I, I, and this is one of the things I need to do, you know, and I'm still setting up this show here in the apartment. Uh, I want to take calls. And I wish today I could set up a call with my friend Katie, 
whose building exploded on 9-11 because the building fell on her, okay? She left town because what the she had nowhere to live and she still wanted to stay in the city but she left she's like I, I gotta leave but she never once and my friend Andrea who also got displaced they were there they were covered in the suit that day because they came up here and they you know they were they were a mess they saw the people jumping out of the windows to their death they saw it all and 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 they, they the, the people were they were walking through bodies they never wanted to leave the city they had to for a while what come, came back. Only because they were but actually they never displaced. for a minute, for a minute, thought to sue the city, right. which these girls are doing. Now they, now this in is a an way they have a case because there's guy they their the landlord is tricky. He was tapping the gas line, but but they they the didn't suffer any it. injuries right, whatsoever. Right. Exactly. Their apartments are st- the apartment was still intact that they were subletting. Yeah, so, yeah, no, it has nothing to do no. with where they were. But th- this is just rude. These girls are assholes. You know, there's pictures of them all over the paper. They look like a couple of just real. Well, I'm sure. I'm, I, I wonder if they're going to be able to uh, follow through. You with this. hope that there's a judge here and just that says, throws Get it out of here, yeah. please, because it's so. Rude. It's like, why don't we just use the judge that? Uh, I hope we're not using the judge that that they had to. They're all talking about it. This person that the Boston bomber just oh, today, right. uh, he got he he's going to jail. Right? <laughs> really? I know. I mean, it, <laughs> the, you needed all this time, and and, and it's news. Well, it's How a judicial <laughs> system. You know, you, you, there's always we a, don't need a judicial yeah. system for that because everything's out of the judicial system. There, he he should have just been immediately executed or something. And well, execution's too good for him. I'm sorry, but this is outside the lines of when the judicial system was made. I know until proven guilty, but he doesn't belong here. He doesn't like this country, so why should he get the rules? Thank you. <laughs> anyway, Scott, thank gentlemen. you very much, folks. I don't know. I'm just so angry about that. But, 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 but these girls, these girls are a different class of 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 no stupid. class, uh, no class. That's right. But uh, you know, it's the same thing with the girls with the selfie stick. I mean, taking yeah. a picture. I mean, what is with it's this heartless. generation? What is with this young generation? Right? <laughs> I don't you know. Listen to us. I know, but I but still, I mean, honestly, we knew. I, I, I we people knew not to exploit horrible situations like this because it would make you look stupid. It would make you look selfish and obnoxious. And now you people, hope, it's hope, a badge yeah. of courage for the, some of these kids now. it's I guess it's the kind of the Kardashian effect on things. I suppose that's true. I don't know. You know, I, I hate to say look what these kids are doing because then we just sound so old. But I and, mean, and, um, and also adults don't act all, all that much better anyway. You got that right. In fact, here's... Um, Here's a story. Here's an interesting one. Uh, Robert Conrad's daughter. She is kind of hot. But not not crazy hot, but kind of hot. She's 28 years old. Robert Conrad was a TV star when we were growing up. He was in my favorite show, The Wild Wild West, which was a really great show because um, he was... It was uh, James Bond set in the Old West. So it was a fun show. You know, I never liked Westerns, ever. But he had gadgets that nobody should have had in the 1800s. And he worked under the orders of President Grant. And I always liked that because I'm a history guy. So I like that, you know, he would work for President Grant, like part of the Secret Service. And he always had these gadgets that, you know, you don't I, I have do in remember the this, yeah, that you, that you couldn't have had It was a fun show and the opening credits were fun because they were in cartoon. And he had a, a, a partner named, I think his name was Artemis Gordon or something. And he would dress up in costume and he was an actor in the Old West and he would always play roles. And it was a real fun show and had a great theme and... Will Smith redid it in the 90s and it was a bag of shit. But um, anyway, Robert Conrad did that and he did a couple of other shows and he was crazy. He was also, 
in this show many years ago they had a thing called Battle of the Network Stars oh, no, right. everything was only on network television all your favorite stars from the shows would have races and stuff and Robert Conrad on balloons was, uh, and stuff right and right. race and... no 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 they were real races like oh, track right, right. races and javelin throws and boat races and stuff like that oh, I'm thinking Wonderama sorry and and this guy uh, he was the head because he was on Baba Black Sheep at the time he was the NBC guy and Gabe Kaplan from Welcome Back Cotter was the head and they got so heated of a race one time that they said well, I'll race you right now and then we'll show it and Gabe Kaplan beat the shit out of him it was hilarious I'll never forget oh. it as a kid it was the greatest thing that could have ever happened because it was fun and it was interesting. And they had all the stars back then, you know, Farrah Fawcett and ABC. You rooted for ABC because ABC had everybody you wanted. Charlie's Angels. Joni, Joni and Chachi. It had Happy Days. And, right. It had all those guys. And, you know, uh, John Travolta. ABC was the one. And CBS had, you know, everybody your grandparents like. You know, there was no way they were going to win. You know, Bonnie Franklin running around and stuff. And then NBC just had a bunch of crap. Do? Did he uh, sing? No, it was all racing. It was all, you know, it was all people that don't do sports, do, doing sports. Yeah, it's, it's anyway, so Robert Conrad's daughter was dating this guy that's disgusting. I can't even understand. He's 32, but he looks like he's 107, and his name is weird, and he looks like a tool, and his name is Suzuki or something. Can't, Noah Sabuski. Anyway, they are they're having, and this has been happening a lot, they're having a custody battle against for their dog. I don't think they're they're not married. Really? It's just boyfriend, and she's launching. Are you ready for this? Um, did I write? No, I have it here. She's demanding full custody of their Doberman Pinscher, which is a scary thing, anyway. Right. Out of spite, he ter- currently has temporary custody, but now she's saying that he cannot get it up, and this is why she Wait, deserves the dog, the dog or the guy. The guy. Okay. The Robert Conrad's daughter, Chelsea Conrad, is saying that he couldn't perform properly in the sack and That's she deserves her dog I, I know just to get it just I can mean, you imagine she doesn't even want the dog this is despite she said she's tried to address the sensitive issue as gently and delicately as possible but uh he would always offer a flaccid excuse that's what the, the <laughs> said, that page of six, course it's yeah. the post you know yeah. uh-huh. um that's beautiful she said he told her it wasn't his problem placing her in a position where she was both unfulfilled sexually and powerless to do anything about it she, he even refused to engage in alternative forms of intimacy, such as deep kissing or oral sex. I don't even know what to say because, well, first, first of, all, of all, if you do have an impotency problem, why aren't you performing oral sex? I mean, that's all you have in your arsenal. And I know. So I'm just saying. Uh, <laughs> but they're not even all, married. This, this stuff 32. happens to married Why is he couples? having problems? Well, I, you know, who knows? She might be just making this up to Well, that's the what dog. I'm saying. But that's such a strange thing to make up. If she gets a female judge, she might have a chance. But a male judge who might be in his 60s might be like, how dare you talk this way to me? I don't, th- I don't even think Judge Judy would be on her side. I honestly don't. Judge Judy lives in this neighborhood Does where she we really? tape. I see the restaurant across the street all on the time. On the fabulous really Upper funny. East Side? Shut up. Don't tell anybody where I... Oh, right. I opened the show with that. Um, <laughs> yes, on the fabulous Upper East Side. On the fabulous Upper East Side. But I don't understand. So, so I, I don't know. That's a horrible... First of all, that's just a horrible thing. She should be... This This should never come to... We uh, have, uh, I, you know, it's funny. Horrible. I'm glad you're here because I, there's a lot of sexist topics I've had today and in a sense that you could look at them as sexist where I'm telling these two girls suing the city and then this girl doing that. And also, um, I don't know whether you heard about the University of Virginia and the Rolling Stone article and you heard about this girl I, I have. too. I don't, tell me to, I'm very anti-women today, but I'm not really being anti-women. I'm just talking about these stories that are heartbreaking. You're 
you would take their side if I was. Oh no, this is, being this crazy, is right? nothing here is uh, well this, misogynist. I mean, these these people happen to be women who are doing some nasty. As awful a things. person who has written for some magazines, and you know, I've written for Maxim and Men's Health, and uh, now I you know do some blogging for the Huffington Post. Um, you know, obviously, I take uh, offense to this woman who wrote for Rolling Stone mag- magazine. Um, I, I don't know her name. Do you know it? I, I don't actually. I, I know. I know. Of, I know about this issue, but I, I oh, here it is. don't uh, know the details. Her name is Sabrina Rubin L. Erdely. Anyway, she apparently got her facts wrong, or didn't check her facts, or didn't even interview people. They 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 closed this fraternity because they said that they gang raped this girl uh, who you know was named in quote Jackie. And apparently they're finding out she didn't interview any of Jackie's friends. She didn't interview a lot. She missed a lot of information needed to write a story where they're going to, you know, print it in Rolling Stone magazine and then take umbrage on it at the campus. And now the campus is they've Rolling Stone has officially retracted the article. See that and that's now, that's amazing because you know you know you obviously we're looking at the post we're looking at I know there 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 was a lot of uh, well no I got this there, off CNN all right there, I mean there initially there was a lot of flap about the story mostly um, she stopped the search for Jackie's supposed date identified only as Drew she you know did the, uh, did the did the did Rolling Stone have offer an explanation for this or no in fact they said that she was still free to work there. They haven't even suspended or anything. I'm guessing that's going to change so what in the, the next did they, couple did, of days. But. Was, there, was there an actual... They, they retracted the story, or did they have a statement that went along with that? No, they just said, we're sorry. <laughs> yeah, so far, that's what's been happening. There well, that doesn't make any... any I mean, that just doesn't make any sense. No, I mean, it's would a think little that, weird. Yeah, it's, it's well, very Well, I weird. think they're trying to figure out what to do. What to say. Know, I think they're... But the, but Prob- they retracted problem. the story today, or... Uh, yesterday. Yesterday, okay. Yeah. You would think or by now... two days ago, it could have been. Huh. That's they, it's they interesting. Retract, they gave a full retraction. Yeah. Wow. Well, that never happens. You no, know, that usually, does uh, not. You know, I always think of all the president's men. I'm like, we'll stand by the boys. Woodward and Bernstein. Let me just, um, I want to tell you, well, we got two minutes. I guess I can talk about that next week. I was going to, you know, it's been opening day. Uh, the baseball is back again. I usually don't talk about baseball, but uh, I was watching the, well, I don't know if I bring it up now. I've, I was watching the Mets Nationals game. And I love when the Mets play the Nationals or the Brewers because they always have um, this race during the fourth or fifth inning. Uh, with the Nationals, they have the presidential race. So they just put on those big foam heads of the president, and they race, and it's fun for the crowd. And um, on opening day, Taft won. Do you know how fat President Taft is? I don't know how he did it, but William, and they call him Bill, William Howard Taft, he was entered into the race it's you it's george washington lincoln jefferson and theodore roosevelt and they added in taft a couple of years ago how and do the, they decide who to who to add in and why is it always the same president oh well that's what they just decided it was going to be okay um in you know it's in washington dc and i don't know why they added taft in but for years teddy roosevelt would never win and they always had an incident like he didn't win for seven seasons and he won for the first time when they went to the postseason for the first time. But he's always like been attacked by like a shark or something like while he's <laughs> running or he, uh, you know, gets to the finish line and then he is just short of it and starts celebrating. And then one of the other guys knocks him down. It's a pretty funny gag. Um, I just love that kind of stuff. I don't know why. And then I don't know if you know, but when they play the Milwaukee Brewers, I'll show you one day. I'll bring you a I, tape. I would love to see it. They, um, they uh, use sausages 
from Milwaukee. <laughs> so they have. Uh, we were me and Kenny were talking about the other day the uh, the Polish sausage, the hot dog. The I always meant the chirp. Does the Polish sausage get lost on the way? <laughs> well, that's, that's exactly what Kenny said. Oh, um, the, with the what is it? The oh God, the the, the churbo, the chur oh chorizo, uh, chorizo, chorizo. chorizo. Yeah, of course. I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah. It's all I know. Those. I know my sausages, Dave, and the Italian sausage, and they all race. I love a big Italian. And sausage. it's really funny because when they race, I'm always at the TV, and people that know it, I'm like, oh, I want the Italian sausage to win so bad, you know, like <laughs> just for no reason. But uh, I just I like those big headed races, and then. Sometimes if you ever, they have one of the guys in the suit and they can barely run with those heads and that's what makes it all so funny too. It's like really hard to run. I just taped this um, today off uh, the TV or last night on opening day. I was watching the San Francisco uh, Giants-Arizona Diamondbacks game. Now, during all of the television, the rather uh, the baseball games, after since 9-11, they always play, you know, they play the national anthem at the beginning, but they also play God Bless America in the middle, and it is annoying. And I think the Yankees have forgotten, but now they used to play YMCA, and then they started playing God Bless America, and it's annoying. You don't need it. You do the national anthem, I'm good. Right. But a lot of the places still do it during the seventh inning. It's a little overkill. And this happened during the Arizona game, and if you... I taped it because I was watching the people. Nobody knew the words. You can kind of hear them not singing correctly. <laughs> if you listen carefully. Yeah, it's a hot mess. So it's, it's off. Yeah, it's really off. Yeah, and the keyboardist isn't keeping up with them. Oh, my God. It's horrible. It's off key. It's the wrong words. Well, I mean, it's a crowd of 40,000, but you can see they were... The people they had on camera didn't know the words. It's confusing. Although I like the keyboard. The keyboard sounds good, though. Actually. He's just off. Hey, he takes it home. Yeah. There's a classic uh, Simpsons episode. I should have gotten that clip where um, <laughs> they played. I don't know what they did. They didn't. They didn't do it for the Mets, but. A lot of the sports stations use it for the Mets, where they add, and it's a beautiful opening day, and they have the crack of the bat for the first pitch, and the season is over. <laughs> and it's, you know, it coincides with the Mets. All right, just uh, for the little time we have, let's look at what happened last week. Last week we uh, said that the the. A.D., the Bible Continues on NBC was going to match up against the Ten Commandments right. on Easter Sunday yes, on how did ABC. We do? And what happened? What would happen? Could the Now, remember, um, it, was the a, first, it was a Jesus versus Moses that's sort right. of thing. And the first episode of the Bible that aired in the History Channel got the highest ratings in cable history. So they went for it again. They went and put it on Easter Sunday. But they don't think they realized they would take on the powerhouse of what is the Ten Commandments. <laughs> So, the Bible won. Oh. Now, 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 but not by a lot. Now, first of all, the Ten Commandments is a four and a half hour it's, extravaganza. It's actually New Testament versus Old Testament. They're both Bible. Excellent, excellent yeah. point. So, uh, it scored well. It won the night, uh, the top-rated program. They ate the Bible, but it wasn't as strong as the 2013 Bible. Um, the Bible averaged a 2.3 rating which is about 9.5 million viewers. Now, remember, it got a 2.3 rating. And remember what I told you on the show, that new show, Empire? Right. It got like a 7. That's right, yeah. It's not really not good. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
and it 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 did it tied with that horrible sitcom that they already took off the air called Marry Me, <laughs> which is just a bad so so Does, does not it good. say what the uh, Ten Commandments got? Yeah. Uh, but ABC stole away some of the potential by reviews with his annual airing of the Ten Commandments, averaged a, a 1.4, which was 6.8 million, million. Now, that that is a, it's well, a big difference. It's a show yeah. that, that, every, that you remember, see every year. Right, from the 50s. Right. So it, it did take away. So it didn't, the Bible won. But the but the it's funny because the Ten Commandments one it's on from seven to eleven thirty, so the Ten Commandments dipped from nine to ten when people switched over to the Bible, and then it picked up because they again. know they know how that story ends. Yeah, not surprised the class saw a drop when it went head to head with the uh, NBC show, and then as soon as it went back, it went back to a one point five. So te- technically, but Jesus won. This was the best demo score in three years, and the largest overall audience in seven years for the Ten Commandments. And ABC has not aired it on Easter Sunday since 2004. Wow. So apparently, it still kicked ass. Wow. Which is, uh, I mean, like I said, from a 1955 movie to do that kind of damage to something they expected was going to be a lot higher, it's not good. And I didn't realize, I think it's a series. I think it continues next week, too. Wait, the Ten Commandments? The, no, the Bible. Oh, the Bible. No, the Ten Commandments is finished. So, we so we'll have to see. Yeah, they they yeah, showed yeah. the ending. They, they actually spoiled. ended. Spoiler yeah. alert. <laughs> Comes Moses, down with the tablets. Moses comes down with the tablets, and there was 15. I took He three. dropped one. The 10. <laughs> the 15. I mean, 10. <laughs> 10 commandments. So, so, so next week, we have to see what it does without Moses in the mix. Yeah, let's see. And um, this week, the ratings, the Big Bang Theory was number one because no empire and no mm. football. So Big Bang went to number one, but only a 3.4 rating. I mean, it's still... Yeah, but it's been on how many years now? How many eight. seasons? Yeah, but it's still number one, which is wow. amazing. The Voice was number two, Modern Family 3, Blackish 4. The Bible was number five for the hmm. week. Hmm. Um, and then, going down to anything into that stupid odd couple, phone of 14, thank God. God, I hate it. <laughs> um, I think it might have been a repeat. God damn it. No, it wasn't. It was new. Maybe it's falling. Oh, it's a hit. It's driving me crazy. <laughs> Next week, we're going to talk about it. Um, and uh, you know what's really funny? Number 24. What's that? Castle. What's Castle? Exactly. But it's always there. I've been watching episodes now. I actually taped one Sunday. I was so in a bad mood Saturday night. It was on Saturday nights. I taped it so I could watch it. It's not a bad show. The girl on it kind of turns me on a little. It's about this guy. It's like a murder she wrote, but with a dude who's a writer and he works for the police department. And they have the sexual chemistry and it's kind of a comedy, but it's an hour long crime drama and the one that I taped had Fred Willard on it, so I watched it and he was was actually the villain. Spoiler alert again. (laughs) He did it. Fred Willard did it. Everybody from the show from five years ago, Fred Willard. I can imagine if somebody tweeted and they're like, you dick! I had no idea Fred Willard would be, but that's the thing. When you, I'm going to get somebody to do oh, that. You actually. know what I saw? I was watching an episode. I watch Elementary all the time with Johnny Lee Miller. who's very mm-hmm. handsome. And uh, don't know why I had to add that in. Oh, you know, we've been uh, watching right? uh, on Netflix. We've been Sherlock. watching. No, Columbo. Reruns oh, of Col- the uh, old original Because you guys Columbo. told me you were doing that. I watched it the other that's day. Great. It was actually a it's really good amazing. one with Jackie Cooper. But... Um, it's a little too slow. It's a it's little very too slow. slow they're like, they're like three hour long And you know, movies. Steven Spielberg used to direct those yes, episodes, that's right. which is interesting too. But um, I was watching Elementary and they have this whore, Mamie Gummer. Do you know who that is? <laughs> no, I do not. Exactly. Mamie what? But Mamie Gummer. Gummer. That's what I You're going to die Gummer. when I tell you who she is. Uh, who is now she? they have been trying to get her to be big for a long time. They've been giving her own television shows. They've been giving her movies. Do you know why? I do not know. She is 
Meryl Streep's daughter. Amy Mamie, Mamie Gummer. Gummer. Wait, Meryl Streep? name in television how, history. How, where did the Gummer come from? I, I don't I mean, know. Gummer? I, I, maybe she's Judy Garland's kid and they added on the ER. Isn't that Francis Gum? Gum Isn't that Judy Gum, Garland's name? Gummer. But, but what's the first name again? I, I Mamie. Mamie. Mamie, Mamie like, Gummer. Like Rosalind Russell. And she's horrible. She's yeah. not a good actress. Uh, the WB tried to have her own show. They're like starring Mamie Gummer. Like they're really trying hard to push her. So she's in an episode of Elementary. She, I see that she's on, and I'm like, why do they have Mamie Gummer on? Because she's they're trying to make her a big star. So I know she's the villain. I know she did it. You're not gonna hire Mamie Gummer and not have her be the one who did it. And the part was horrible. It was stupid. Um, but, but what else has she, has she done? I mean, how did no, they... No, that's what I'm saying. Nothing. But they're trying really hard to get her because to do something. Because of the Meryl Streep Listen, connection. they did this with... Exactly. They did this with Deborah Messing. They mm. did this with a whole bunch of people. They try really... You can tell when they just keep giving them show, 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 you know, and they stuck with something until Deborah Messing got Will and Grace. What do you think of her? Well, I can't stand it because I hate that but, Mysteries of Laura now, but... But nobody likes her. That's the strange I thing. I always thought she was okay. I thought she was really pretty. Sometimes well, course, I just yeah, watch yeah. her shows because she's pretty, but... She's pretty. Mystery of she's pretty. Horrible. Um, I think that's the end of the show. When, did oh, we have something wow. else to discuss? I think oh, that yeah, was it. We have so much left. I know. I have so much left I could do, but I went a little over. I like to make it an even hour, but you know what? Why? What the hell? What, what the hell? Well, you know what the problem Nobody's is? going to quibble with a few seconds. When I listen to this show... I'm always bummed when it's over. You know, I listen when I'm walking around, and then I'm like, oh. Well, the time, time actually, I said this last week, time flies. Yeah, what if I if Lee wasn't eating potato chips in my ear the entire time? It was they were crunching in my ears. Yeah, you too? Yeah. Boy, that guy's problematic. My husband? Ugh. It's a necessary way to end the show. <laughs> anyway, this is the Dave Jessica Podcast, sponsored by Chick fil A. <laughs> and, uh, and anywhere in Indiana. Uh, isn't that where they're doing yeah, the whole yeah. the Indiana oh, that's, yeah. a, that's a topic, that's for, another a topic episode. for another time anyway next week uh, assuming I haven't heard back yet I know Lenny Marcus is in if Frank Santa Padre can make it we will talk odd couple odd couple the horribleness of what is the new odd couple even though those guys haven't seen it I have to give them an assignment I will play clips from that odd couple and I will play clips from the classic old one and I will explain why Matthew Perry sucks and God, he's going to go far with this and it's driving me insane. But that's all next week when you hear the rant on the Dave Just Gal podcast. We'll see you next week, everybody.